uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, major flavor. You're listening to, you're, 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 you're listening to Welcome back to the podcast with the hottest flavor. My name is Kylie, and I'm here with my girls Naja and Jazzy Bay. Hello, ladies. You know what it is. What's up? How are we? Well, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just... <laughs> you know, in the end of the pandemic. Well, no, actually, there's no ending in sight. But yeah. Oh, ladies. Well, I'm glad we're being honest about how we're feeling because that's a good way to get into what we're going to talk tonight. So I wanted to really chat about mental health, its importance, its taboos, how we look at it personally, and also wanted to share some tips. How does that make y'all feel? Let's do it. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, cool. So Naja, I'm going to start you off with the first question. being so busy and having so much to juggle how do you view and prioritize your mental health you think i have a lot to juggle absolutely (laughs) we all do (laughs) i absolutely know you do whether it be with photography your dreams and your goals your school and your car and kudos to you for getting that license girl that is so sweet because i feel like i'm doing nothing and yeah, we be working full time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, to prioritize, I mean, most of the time before I settle down at night, I definitely pray, talk out my emotions for the day, whatever it may be. Um, meditate. If I need to, I'll talk to someone, but I kind of don't. Just because I feel like at the end of the day, when I do vent to people, it's just like a, it's an empathetic feeling, but it doesn't solve anything. So primarily I just pray, talk to God, talk out loud, journal if I need to, like if I'm having a really rough day mentally. And that's pretty much what I do. A lot of me time before I go to sleep. That's beautiful. And I think that's a really great way of prioritizing it. And Mm -hmm. a lot of like different alternatives than what I think a lot of people think about. Um, How about you, Jasmine? I, I don't know that I do. I I don't think I do a good job at it at the moment. Um, If anything, I feel like I, you know, like I'm an artist, you know, so like, a lot of times my feelings are going to songs or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll write a script idea around it or um, I feel like I don't take a lot of the time for myself or if I do, it's literally me in bed on social media, on sit-up um, or just online shopping, you feel me? Like resale mm-hmm. therapy, um, which isn't the healthiest, you know, mechanism, but or I just stare at my guinea pigs and watch them play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what I do. I, I go to the gym on a daily basis, so I will say that's something that um, I will always feel like I'll, it'll always help. 
that's honestly i really like your answer because i feel like it was really genuine and i think it really exemplifies what people are doing right now a lot of us have vices so whether it be drinking whether it be on social media or overly shopping or overly eating i think that a lot of times we try to avoid like getting in tune with our mental mental health because that's something that's really hard to do right it's hard to consistently be level-headed that's the best way to put it do you feel that talking about your mental health is hard um yes yeah i it's so crazy you actually say that because i meant to say this to you jasmine you know uh to i don't know how to pronounce her name but the dmv rapper that was on bagger club nah who it's the it's the girl her name was Salone, and right now she's like going through it like on her instagram and on her twitter she's she's talking about mental uh, mental health mental illness demons depression anxiety like she's mm-hmm. talking kind of suicidal in a sense but that was like oh three days ago and then she's also saying like people showing her fake love and she don't need that she know who was down and she just ready to go and all that so to piggyback off the question i feel like in general it is kind of hard and i do feel like social media plays a sense into it because it's like in reality you do reach out to people but it don't it don't feel like anyone's actually listening to you or it doesn't feel like anyone is genuine and then you could possibly get on social media and try to find that validity in strangers who think who you think care about you more than people around you right but to go with that and to i feel like that's something that i struggle with for a very long time is feeling like people don't reciprocate your energy or people don't listen mm-hmm. but i also learned as i'm getting older people have their own shit and people have their own emotional growth and their own emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. so i realize sometimes that i what i think is really extreme or i think is really damaging to me or that's really affected me someone else might not even understand how to comprehend that or how to be empathetic so i think that one thing that i really want to stress is going to the right places like finding a safe place whether that that be therapy, whether that be going to church, whether that be going to God, mm-hmm. whether that be like doing like a voice journal, right? I think that we really need to start considering. You can't just depend on people and assume that they know how to talk to you because people don't even know how to heal their own trauma mm-hmm. and their own pain. So you expect them to be able to heal you. I think that's kind of, <sighs> you're asking a lot from people you know and i think that's something that we should really start being more considerate of Mm -hmm. definitely definitely i've always felt uh i've always felt like it was hard for me to like talk about it because just because i felt like no one would ever understand i could say it a dozen times to anyone and i'll hear the same thing over and over it'll get better pray about it yes i'm a firm believer in jesus christ however at the end of the day, it's not that simple. I'm the one that is stuck with these thoughts and overthink everything. And um, it is extremely hard, I feel like, for me to just, like, 
talk about my mental health because it's just, you know, for years at a time, I felt like I haven't got it right yet. Mm-hmm. And that's really normal. And I think that's something that you could probably attest to is that when you're saying you can't even talk about it, think about when you finally get to the point of saying it. You probably gone through so much to get to that point. Now you're saying it to somebody who's getting it all in one moment. They need so much to kind of comprehend it because they don't have the tools. They don't have the understanding or they could be going through the same exact thing and not even know how to explain it or not even know that they were going through that. Right. That's why I always I always feel like you really need to start going to people who are either wiser than you and who have been through it. That doesn't necessarily mean older. That just means someone who just has been through something. So I feel like you have to really seek your community, seek seek out people who are genuine and or some sort of like medical health or medical um, attention because that's the whole point of a therapist you know touching upon like taboos I know for me growing up um my father who is 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 black he always felt doctors weren't 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 really genuine he always felt that doctors weren't really um a good resource and or therapists were blacks did you guys ever hear that or face that I hear it all the time and see it on social media you mean in general or like therapists? Um, in this in the sense with the topic of mental health, let's go with therapists. Um, I mean nowadays I see more social media or even outside of social media, I see people are more vocal about going to therapy or needing therapy mm-hmm. or needing help versus the traditional ways of going to God or going to prayer or just reading the Bible and getting over it. Right. I feel like that's something that is new for me as like the norm. When I was younger, that wasn't really the norm. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I feel like I'm really happy that's happening right now. I'm really happy that communities, especially communities of minorities and people of color, are finally getting around to prioritizing mental health, prioritizing communication, prioritizing having um, a standard of emotional intelligence and growing towards that. Absolutely. Um, um, So have have there been any taboos that you guys have faced, Um, whether it be from your community, your family members, peers? So an example that I always heard growing up, when I would come to my family and like, I'm kind of sad about something, I would always hear, your life isn't that bad. What do you have to be oh. sad about? Oh, yeah. Um, and that was something that really, it really shaped how I moved in my, like, my teenage years and my early 20s because I was very, I wasn't able to like be open about my pain because I was always like, it was like my emotion was like stunted. So did you guys ever hear things like that? Oh yeah, or I feel like I think that's also like though. a you go ahead. I think that's also like a generational gap thing with you, Cali, because a lot of times, you know, like our parents, they didn't have that luxury of feeling mm-hmm. that way in a sense. Like they had to pick themselves up. It couldn't be mm-hmm. no like mental health days at work or taking off because you're just not feeling like yourself. So. 
I feel like that's a statistic in a sense that they grew up with and they try to instill into their child but because we live in such a society now that's more fluid in all things you kind of can justify how that way of thinking is wrong if that's something you feel is wrong yes very true very true i feel like i heard a lot of different um taboos are just things that were extremely hypocritical um for my parents as well um like an example might be um i feel like um sometimes like things get downplayed and see i don't ever like for my feelings to get downplayed by anyone like that is the quickest way for me to just like back away and not tell someone something right um it's so triggering it's very triggering so like yeah exactly like same example if my dad was like to say oh that's not bad or oh well well what's wrong with you is you'll you'll be all right like that's not we gotta get into a habit of like not saying certain things because yes like a lot of things are triggering there's a lot of words like saying everything's gonna be all right it it doesn't help in the moment i think we need to seek other ways to be there for a person and not say the wrong things i see it a lot on instagram like ways to say this instead of that like when a person is depressed i've seen the um little methods on what to say up to a person that's suicidal i've said like there's like honestly social media is like um an open encyclopedia like you can find ways and learn these new things so i feel like for us to not be so and what's the word for it um like detached detached there's like other ways to show that we care or we're really listening and there's ways to say it for sure definitely think like a lot of times when people are like it's gonna be okay or you're gonna get over it i look at that as like being lazy and i also look at it as almost like you're it's almost like you say it for yourself because you don't know what else to say and maybe they feel uncomfortable so they're just saying it because just to make themselves not feel awkward in the situation where sometimes some people just want to be listened to Mm -hmm. they don't want to hear anything other than i hear you you know your your opinion your emotions are valid you know i may not understand but i hear you and i'm here with you right right i've learned that myself um over the course of years by like friends venting and stuff i've learned more of they just want to be heard instead of me like coming back with just saying anything you feel me Mm -hmm. um so i've definitely learned to just say you know either i don't understand but i hear you or like even like i'm trying to gravitate away from saying i'm sorry that happened like i truly am sorry that Mm -hmm. happened but it's not helpful either i guess um I guess one of the things that I think, to piggyback off the question that I don't like, is I don't really like when people say, like, depression and anxiety isn't a thing. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, how can you seriously downplay someone feeling like that, but you always downplay it until it's too late, you know? Like, like if Mm -hmm. someone comes to you and says, they have depression or they have anxiety you should take that serious and even if you are a shoulder to cry on you should take that role 
serious and you should be there for them because you never know. Like you could be the voice of an angel to that person, you know? And the fact that people are always like brushing it off in a sense or or some people, especially of older generations, think that's not a real thing. I think that's something that's just, it's just crazy that you can just completely diminish real mental illnesses that are very common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I don't really like um, or that I hear often, it pertains more to men. I hate how at such young ages we tell little boys don't cry mm-hmm. or we tell boys to not be emotional. We try to shun them away from being feminine. We try to like we almost like cut off their emotions so that they never grow and they never learn how to develop their um, um, their communication skills their emotions really get in touch with um, the pain that you've dealt with and cry I think it's so important just to cry and to let things out and your trauma is real um, have you guys had any thoughts about that I pretty much agree like I do think it's such a horrible thing crying it seemed seemed as like a feminine thing when it's just an emotion and it is crazy because it's like Mm -hmm. woman cries child cries teenager whatever if a woman of any age cries we're so quick to say it's okay we're so quick to coddle we're so quick to say it doesn't make you weak it makes you strong it's okay to have that emotion but as soon as a man cries it's like what you crying about like toughen up and it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's such an odd stereotype yeah. because it's like you never know what a person is going through and if crying is seen something that's strong or crying is seen something that's like maybe sometimes you're at your end I don't understand why just because this person is a male that they can't cry right exactly i can't stand the the um the narrative behind masculine like masculinity and emotion um especially among our black boys and our black men and like i really feel for the guys that are emotional you know just like learning you know every day throughout your life i'm seeing that i like i i I be telling guys like i promise you it's okay to display emotion and when you like take like take a challenge right and i don't know like in person talk to one of your male friends about um emotion they will get very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. it so it seems um i've done that and I'm like, I promise it's okay for men to, like, there's this a narrative behind men are supposed to be a certain way when that's not right. And this is why men push out a lot of the times these toxic ways of thinking, toxic ways of, um, uh, like, how they move when they're hurt about something. Because mm-hmm. the truest saying of all goes that men can't take the amount of hurt that women take is very true because they will go and they will do the most reckless stuff ever um whether it be mentally emotionally physically they really don't know how to handle pain 
um, on a whole nother scale. And that says a lot. And it's very unhealthy. And then it turns into a roller coaster. And it turns into um, history generational crisis. yes and history just repeating itself until you learn a lesson because that's exactly how it works until you learn a lesson things are going to keep repeating itself mm-hmm. absolutely i definitely feel like it's just um old it's an old standard i don't think that it makes men less masculine or less masculine to to express how they're feeling and to say that something's not okay to say something affected them to me i think i'm more attracted to men who are able to express those things are able to have a conversation and say exactly what it is like let me into their minds and let me into their their feelings um do you guys find that definitely absolutely like I don't want I don't need a man bottled up in the corner saying I don't want to talk about it or they just let mm-hmm. it slide off their shoulders. First of all, I ain't dealing with anyone like that. Whether it's a guy or a female, because females that like that too. It's like communication is just the key and like the com every like the communication between just like people is just like so messed up. Like a lot of stuff comes off wrong in one way and it's just like yeah, like, I, honestly, communication is just the key to everything. And once you mm-hmm. master it with yourself first, before someone else, you're already on the right path. Right, and it's definitely about finding somebody who you can trust, too. And I think that plays a big factor in communicating as well. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Right, definitely find your safe place. And I think that's something that's so important, especially when it comes to somebody learning and growing into their emotions at an older age. If you open up to the wrong person, that could just set you back so much. That can take you 10 steps back from where you even started from. So I think definitely finding your safe place. When I was looking for a therapist, I really wanted someone younger. And I really kind of wanted... uh, someone that was a minority. I didn't care if they were black. Um, I didn't care if they were going to be Asian. I didn't care if they were going to be Spanish. I just wanted somebody that could kind of relate to me in a different way. Um, and I really lucked out because my therapist ended up being Colombian. Alrighty, look at that. So I was really happy about that. Yeah, so I definitely think that kind of figure out what you want from somebody and definitely take that into consideration. Do you guys... Uh, would you guys consider therapy or are you considering therapy? So, um, I have just started my, um, therapy journey. Um, I, <laughs> thank you. I felt like it was time. It was really time. I want to better my health. I don't want to stay stagnant at all. Um, in the mindsets that I be having. And, you know, I was really scared. You know, I didn't want to tell anyone about it at first. I was just like, so not open about it i was like very unsure myself um then i started it and everything and in the beginning well since covid i don't go into the actual office i do it over video chat and same yeah like i I feel like it's been okay um sometimes it's hard for our schedules to match up so that's why you're right like 
the whole therapy thing, like, you gotta shop around, like, it's dating, pretty much. Um, I know this girl who felt the complete opposite and was, like, um, she, she has a white therapist because she, and it's a, it's a male because she wanted someone that couldn't relate to her, but according to her, she, she really likes her therapist, you know, so I guess whatever works for you, like, find that best option. Um, that's a good, good, good point. Right, right. And so um, I ended up telling my parents about it. They were the last ones I wanted to tell. Um, my mom appreciated that, you know, I started it. My dad, I feel like, doesn't really understand why I do it. And I don't really want to tell him why, you feel me. But, um, yeah, I think therapy, when you... I think we need to learn to be more open-minded about it and because people do have bad experiences don't get me wrong but I feel like we all should have more of an open mind to it because we do need to talk to someone I feel like that's unrelated that's not a friend at times for you know the real deal truth Mm -hmm. um I would be open to it but I don't know. I don't know. I would be open to it, but it's one of the things that's like, kind of like you said, I would want to take my time to find someone good because I don't want it to be just like surface level stuff of like what's going on like today. I want it, I want like, I want like aha moments, like realizations and really fixing myself up. Like I want like a, a Iyanla, but less harsh than what she is. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, have you ever done therapy before? No, and I should have. That's probably... Okay. No, it's it's not it's not about shoulda, coulda, woulda, anything, because you can start therapy at 55. You know what I mean? You can start therapy whenever you need to. That's about... Your journey looks different from everybody else's. But what to, to what you just said, therapy is amazing. And if you get the right therapist, your aha moments come from yourself. When you finally get to the point where you're ready to sit in that chair or ready to get in that room, and yeah, the first couple appointments are gonna be service level because you don't ever walk up to a stranger and you're like, look at this is all happening to me right now and I need you to help me. And this is gonna be like that when you get into that room. You're gonna have some days where you're just gonna be like, you're gonna talk about just very surface level things, something that's going on with your friends, something that's going on with um, maybe a dream that you had. But then another day you might have like this like memory of something and you'll kind of sit there and start talking about things and just having somebody who doesn't judge you, someone who specializes in just listening or helping you work through things and asking the right questions. It, it'll be a really cool experience. Right. I understand them, but I just know if I don't even open up to close friends, it's going to be more than a few sessions, which up to a stranger it'll be a long process and it's like even if I say I'm ready I know myself and I know I'm not just gonna be quick to open up so it's gonna take more than the first few sessions and if I start something like this I don't want it to be I want to be open-minded but I know when I get to it I'll it's like I'll be thinking I'm open-minded but I'm really not and it would just be, it would just be hard, you know. So it's one of them things that's like, I gotta be ready. But on top of being ready, I really have to be 
comfortable with the entire environment, not just the. I understand. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I think I think once you're ready to experience that, jump on it, and you know we're always here to support you. I know with COVID right now, I know times are really tough for people. I recently was talking to a friend and she's like, Kylie, I just can't afford therapy. And on top of that, I don't have insurance. And um, I knew without my insurance, I couldn't afford it myself. So I also want to talk about some alternatives to therapy. I wanted to talk about other options um, to help people get right with their mental health and get right with themselves. So I had a list of things. And I want to know what you guys think about them. So I really think that people should consider also getting right with their body. Their physical and their mental health are so connected. And I think that we don't acknowledge it. A good source of of helping your energy and helping your mind is yoga. Breathing exercises. Um, exercise in general. Drinking a lot of water. Um, and getting right nutrients. Talk about how important like a healthy diet can really work with your brain and help your brain um, function better. By no means necessary am I saying that a healthy diet and exercise will take eradicate um, mental illnesses. I definitely feel like there are things that need more help, but I think that's a good source to kind of get you started. I found that there's a lot of support groups out there whether it be for people that are minorities, people that are um, related to genders, related to addictions, related to people who aren't addicted but have a family member or a friend. So finding a safe space where you can find people who relate, feel that sense of community. And also another idea that I saw was showing gratitude. Um, that's something that's very hard and I think that helped me on my journey when I was going through my depression Um, showing gratitude was something that my therapist had challenged me with she's like what are you grateful for and I couldn't say anything at that time and then I remember on a daily I started saying well I'm grateful for my lungs at least I'm breathing I'm grateful for my mom you know she never left my side what do you guys think about those so far that's very true yeah that's true like um Because even eating bad, you know, it kind of, it, it has been linked to, you know, contributing to the the stress, the depression that one may carry. So, yes, like, getting in touch with, like, your inner self. And also, just remove yourself from anything that may be toxic, whether it's people. Um, I know environments, living conditions whatever it may be, working conditions, those are the harder things. But what if we're in these spaces and we start, unless it's truly uncomfortable and you, if we're in these spaces that we can't stand, well, we should start looking forward to things that will make a, take our mind off of it, make the clock run faster, like in the workplace. Like I am not a fan of my job at all. Um, I am a retail team lead, which means I'm technically a manager at that job. And it's just a lot of stress around it, um, working in retail too. So what I do is, um, you know, while I'm on the clock or when I'm not dealing with a customer, I kind of just like, I'll freestyle in my head. 
um or i'll start thinking about one of my film ideas or you know i'll start planning like okay well how can i sort out my paycheck or anything just like anything to take my mind away from reality or i'll start singing my favorite songs in my head like there are small steps for when one is not ready um yes start taking care of your body more if you're a fan of working out working out is linked to being one of the biggest stress relievers but if you're not into that um play your video game um talk to your friends to to take your mind off of it like there there are so many outlets Mm -hmm. definitely do you have any nausea um personally i just my biggest thing was probably just the gym um it's the greatest thing the greatest therapeutic thing i could do because it was just just turn your phone off for, well, not turn it off, but put it on do not disturb for a while. Just, just zone out, mm-hmm. you know? I kind of piggyback off of the work thing. I mean, work is one of my most mentally stressful things. I just, I wish I could have that mental capacity to zone out at work or think of other things. But the only other thing that I think of is just getting out or leveling up or how can I make the time go by? It's never like I can just zone out on something else. Understandable. Yeah, and I definitely think that sometimes, and that's why I say like getting like a hobby or getting or using these tools and exercises, because sometimes thinking of the future can be really stressful for people who don't even see themselves having a future. So it's been helping me now as I started doing breathing exercises, and I started being aware in the moment and living in the moment, um, because I was I realized I was living too much in the future and too much in the past. And I wasn't living, I wasn't working for right now. So I feel like when I was doing the breathing exercises, it kind of grounded me and brought me back down to earth. I get that. I often live too far into the future too, and sometimes too far in the past. And I think Mm -hmm. that is one of the keys to my overthinking. I just don't know how to come out of the mindset. I'm always just pressuring myself like, I I need to be on to the next thing. I need the better the i need i need what i need like i always overthink like okay um from this a uh, certain amount of time by this time i should have this or i should be doing this and anytime i plan something or i plan um just like a couple years down the road and never go as planned for me and so i had to Mm -hmm. I think that and so I had to start telling myself like okay so so what am I trying to tell myself like stop planning and just like live or you need to tone it down a bit that that's how I felt when I would realize okay well this isn't going to work out this way yeah I mean I that 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 was exactly my problem and then setting it aside and not obsessing over it because if you obsess over it and you say, I need it to be perfect, I need to look like this, and it has to be this way, and I have to get it a certain way, life has a really funny mm-hmm. way of humbling you and then showing you what life is, is really all exactly. about. Right. 
Yes, sir. Did you guys have any topics that you wanted to touch about um, revolving around mental health? Um, your so own I journeys? guess my question would be, um, it, it, it is kind of... Um, it is kind of a triggering topic, so you know, answer if you want to, don't if you don't. I I've heard and and I've all, I've honestly witnessed it. They say that when a woman grows up but has had like either a toxic relationship with her father or didn't have a relationship with the father, that will affect how she moves about in her lifetime and that will affect the way that she dates do y'all believe that is true or not and have you seen it um and that type of thing that yeah pretty much <laughs> um so i kind of sat back with myself and i said i don't want my pain to win i don't want like it's almost like giving away the power to like love away like my dad has hurt me enough and I don't think he ever did it with that intention but I feel like he's hurt me enough I can't give him the power just to continuously ruin my relationship with all men so yes I definitely think relationships earlier on like your first love with your dad can definitely develop your future relationships affect them affect how you move in them yeah, I, I agree. Um, I agree with pretty much everything you just said, Gabby. Um, from personal experience, I could see why not having that figure. I could see how it affects how it affects me because in like when I got in my first relationship. Um, like just small things like I didn't want him to touch me I I didn't take compliments I didn't I didn't understand that type of affection because you know your family is always going to tell you like you're beautiful you're pretty you know you're queen this that but just to hear it from like in opposite and opposite sex and they actually mean it in a different kind of way you know it was different for me and I didn't quite understand at first like why can't I just mm-hmm. accept it? And then I had realized, like, it was because I had, I was missing that. And that's something that I had to learn to accept at, what was that, 17 or 18? And that was something that should have been prominent since I was born. Or actually more so taken away at, like, seven. I get both of y'all's um I I've experienced (laughs) firsthand and honestly it took a friend to tell me about that to make me realize and it it was probably about like last year and she like brought it to my attention I, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about um but we I was in grad school and we shared an apartment together and she was like your father is supposed to be your first love so if something was missing or if he wasn't around or if um it just was like not as if the connection was not as productive as it was supposed to be 
then it's going to affect exactly how you react to men, how you treat men, and what you take from them. And it all started to click kind of at once to a point where I'm like, dang, like I'm realizing so much and it's kind of all hitting hitting me like a brick wall. So I, I took it and I thought about it because um, in my previous relationship too, when I all look back at it, and I'm like, I put so much into that. Like, at the time, like, I loved that person like no other being. And I'm like, wow, that is actually true. Because, you know, when I would miss my dad the most or, like, wanted to hang out the most or whatever like that, when I was with that other person, that all that kind of went away. And they're, like, the only person I would have, the only male I would have wanted to be around, rather you feel me so and it affected me like I, I would say negatively from the point I was a child all the way till now like I have a um I have a trust no one mindset mostly and that kind of stems from my childhood now that I think about it um and so I carry that with me and it's very hard for me to like even believe what a guy has to say um it is hard for me to like really connect with someone because i'll start thinking like oh right off the back they're janky you, you feel me when it's not right when it's not yeah, supposed to be issues. like that like you're supposed to have an open mind going into everything but when i start like if i Day or if I'm like entertaining I'll go into it closed-minded um and I would like to think I'm a very open-minded person but that's not right you feel me and that's why I felt like okay there were things I I definitely need to work on before I bring my baggage with me you feel me That, I mean, that to me is like a major reason why um, I'm single. Just because I feel like I was like you. I was going to these situations and not being, not trusting, feeling like not, un- I was feeling so unworthy. I was feeling, you know, like not accepting compliments, not accepting like the chivalry or that because mm-hmm. I was just so used to like, being independent or just like moving the only way I know how so I think that's like really important to um to fix amongst everyone you know there are men with mommy issues um and then like it just goes both ways Mm -hmm. so when you feel like a component of your life is missing from the youth you're like how you are as a youth is definitely how you are as an adult um so you are how you were raised you feel me so it's just like that's why it's so important for us to take a step back sometimes i know rappers started talking about lately too how basically they had mental illnesses because being raised in the hood all their friends did either shot um sad Mm -hmm. like all types of crazy murders and you know, it, it just developed as a mental illness to them to, it's not normal to lose everyone 
in your life like it's not normal to see all this trauma absolutely i definitely think that people from hoods or the ghettos or whatever you want to call them whatever fits with your dynamic definitely experience like ptsd anxiety depression Mm -hmm. but i think that's why alcohol and drugs run rampant because that's just advice to cover all of it Absolutely. I'm glad that we're becoming open about these things. Yes, indeed. I would say so, too. Is there anything else you want to share? Any more tips, questions? Well, I encourage everyone to... When you feel like... When you're starting to feel anxious or you feel that anxiety building, first step is to just take a step back and take a deep breath. I had to find myself doing that today at the end of my shift with a customer because when I wanted to spaz, I knew the consequences of it and I was like, nope, don't do it. Take a deep breath and go in the back office and sit down for a minute. Well, I cannot stress enough how important it is to take care of yourself first and foremost. It's not selfish to prioritize your mental health. It's not crazy. It's real. Your feelings are genuine. Find your safe place, whether it be a therapist, community, a group of friends, a knitting group down the way. Seek it out, look at it, make it priority, and find your purpose because you matter. You matter, you matter, you matter. You are loved and Amen. your feelings are real. Alrighty, guys. Well, want to say goodbye and good night. Goodbye.